Let's take a moment to reflect on how we speak to or about those around us. As we listen to Jean B. Bingham speak about how the positive and negative things we share about others either lifts them up or drags them down. When asked about the greatest commandment, Jesus answered, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. One of the most significant ways we could develop and demonstrate love for our neighbor is through being generous in our thoughts and words. Some years ago, a cherished friend noted, The greatest form of charity may be to withhold judgment. That is still true today. Recently, as three-year-old Alyssa watched a movie with her siblings, she remarked with a puzzled expression, Mom, that chicken is weird. Her mother looked at the screen and responded with a smile, Honey, that is a peacock. (laughs) Like that unknowing three-year-old, we sometimes look at others with an incomplete or inaccurate understanding. We may focus on the differences and perceived flaws in those around us, where our Heavenly Father sees His children created in His eternal image with magnificent and glorious potential. President James E. Faust is remembered to have said, The older I get, the less judgmental I become. That reminds me of the Apostle Paul's observation. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became older, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know, even as also I am known." When we see our own imperfections more clearly, we are less inclined to view others through a glass darkly. We want to use the light of the gospel to see others as the Savior does, with compassion, hope, and charity. The day will come when we will have a complete understanding of others' hearts and will be grateful to have mercy extended to us, just as we extended charitable thoughts and words to others during this life. Some years ago, I went canoeing with a group of young women. The deep blue lakes surrounded by green, thickly forested hills and rocky cliffs were breathtakingly beautiful. The water sparkled on our paddles as we dipped them into the clear water, and the sun shone warmly while we moved smoothly across the lake. However, clouds soon darkened the sky, and a stiff wind began to blow. To make any progress at all, we had to dig deeply into the water, paddling without pausing between strokes. After a few grueling hours of backbreaking work, we finally turned the corner on the large lake and discovered to our amazement and delight that the wind was blowing in the direction we wanted to go. Quickly, we took advantage of this gift. We pulled out a small tarp, tied two of its corners to paddle handles, and the other corners to my husband's feet, which he stretched out over the gunwales of the canoe. The wind billowed the improvised sail, and we were off. When the young women in the other canoes saw how we moved along the water with ease, they quickly improvised sails of their own. Our hearts were light with laughter and relief, grateful for the respite from the challenges of the day. How like that glorious wind can be the sincere compliment of a friend, the cheerful greeting of a parent, the approving nod of a sibling, or the helpful smile of a co-worker or classmate, all supplying a fresh wind in our sails as we battle the challenges of life. 
President Thomas S. Monson put it this way, We can't direct the wind, but we can adjust the sails. For maximum happiness, peace, and contentment, may we choose a positive attitude. Words have surprising power both to build up and to tear down. We can all probably remember negative words that brought us low and other words spoken with love that made our spirits soar. Choosing to say only that which is positive about and to others lifts and strengthens those around us and helps others follow in the Savior's way. Our obligation and privilege is to embrace improvement in everyone as we strive to become more like our Savior, Jesus Christ. What a thrill it is to see light in the eyes of someone who has come to understand the Atonement of Jesus Christ and is making real changes in his or her life. The great beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ is the reality of eternal progression. We are not only allowed to change for the better, but encouraged and even commanded to continue in the pursuit of improvement and ultimately perfection. That was an excerpt from Jean B. Bingham's talk, I Will Bring the Light of the Gospel into My Home. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.